evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hustle and Shine podcast, Truth Hurts, with your girl, me, Mel V. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. First of all, let me wish everyone a happy, 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 happy new year. Welcome to 2022. We made it. So thank y'all for being here. Um, It's our first episode of the new year. So we're going to definitely kick it off right. I want to start off by giving our diamond shine for tonight. So this week, I want to shout out all the entrepreneurs, the business owners, the business starters, the people out here really trying to do it on their own. Um, I am one of them and so are many of my fellow diamond riders, and it is a struggle. So I want to shout y'all out for doing it good, keeping y'all hustle going, being on the grind doing what y'all got to do. If nobody else appreciates y'all to understand, your girl does. So you're tuned in tonight for another episode of, guess what y'all, Truth Hurts. Yes, it's time for another episode of Truth Hurts, where we get down and dirty with the topics you might not want to address, but we're going to do it anyway. So tonight, we're going to talk about New Year, Same You. And if you don't know what that means, basically, that's for everyone out here who ends the year or starts the year with all of these goals, you know, uh, resolutions, things that we want to start, change, leave behind. But everything about you is still the same. So you want all these new adventures. You want these new accomplishments, these new achievements. But what have you done to change you, to work on you, to fix you so that these goals and these achievements are necessary? And a lot of times, you know, we set these unreal, I'm never going to say they're unrealistic. We set these goals or these things that we want to accomplish or change about ourselves or things we want to leave behind, but we never take the time to put in the work to do the get down and dirty, get doing the clean out that's needed for these things to be possible. And so a lot of us don't realize that transformation doesn't work without preparation. There's no way you're going to be able to transform yourself. There's no way you're going to be able to transform your lifestyle. There's no way you're going to be able to transform your situation without putting in some work. And a lot of us run from the work, but want the prize at the end. And unfortunately that doesn't work. So you end up being in another new year, being the same old you. And by definition, it says doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. And personally, I don't think any of us intentionally want to be insane. Well, some of them do, but most of us that are tuned in tonight um, wouldn't deem ourselves as, as insane. But by definition, if we keep doing the same old thing and expecting our things in our lives to change, we are just that, insane. So tonight, um, I have a really dope guest that's going to join in. One of my fellow Diamond sisters. She is amazing. She's awesome. And she is the, the appropriate guest for Truth Hurts because I'm telling y'all right now, if you don't got your band-aids ready, if you don't got your liquid, your ace bandages, you, you, this might not be the show for you because she coming with the cuts. She's not holding no punches. She's coming to let y'all know what it is and help get y'all right. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her in. Y'all will help me welcome my diamond sister, Miss Tiffany Matthias. Tiffany! Hey, darling. Hey, everybody. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me. So for y'all don't know, I wasn't planning to have a guest this week. I kind of was just going to give y'all, give it to y'all raw by myself. And Tiffany saw my topic and she was like, girl, I need to be on your show. And I was like, well, come on, let's do it. So Tiffany's here. So Tiffany, tell everybody a little bit about yourselves. Tell them a little bit about your businesses, your organizations, what you do. And then we're going to hop into this show. Okay. Well, I am Tiffany Matthias. I'm a fellow diamond writer. Um, I am also an entrepreneur. I, um, I'm running several 
businesses now getting them up off the ground and running. So the first one is Sisterhood and Shenanigans. Yes, Sisterhood and Shenanigans. So Sisterhood and Shenanigans are events. They're right now they're bi-monthly events um, that I host for women in the New York City area. Um, where we get a chance to line the hair down, um, focus on networking, camaraderie, and being our true authentic selves. Um, over the past, go into a tizzy. As women, we are moms, we're breadwinners, we're, we've been teachers, we've been all of these things here. And a lot of that has caused us to put our own self-health, our own self-care on the back burner. So Sisterhood and Shenanigans is offering an opportunity for you to, for a couple of hours, um, every other month, just come in and like-minded women. Um, we've done game night. We've had um, karaoke and just have some fun. And in the meanwhile, you're hooking up and meeting with some dope women. You could do some networking. Um, I've had people who have their own non-for-profit businesses there. I've had um, my favorite baker and pastry chef there. And, you know, balloon, you know, people who do balloon decorations, arches, all that stuff. And so you never know who you're going to meet and have a shenanigan with at that. Um, the next business is the Phoenix Institute. And this is a business that I thought was needed in the urban community. Again, it's a non-for-profit. And what we're doing is we're offering skills um, and coaching to the, the youth. You know, so we're helping them learn how to open up a bank account. When you apply for a job, have a proper resume set up, um, interview prep before you go in so that when you go in and to meet this potential employer, you're showing up as your best form um, as yourself. And then additionally, I help my husband with his program, which is Big Apple Leadership Academy for the Arts, which is a nonprofit organization um, geared toward the whole entire family of New York City, where we teach HBCU style marching, an after school program, a summer camp. Um, just much I'm all about giving to the community and um, filling in those gaps and holes that I experienced as a youth. Um, and making sure that they're not there for the present day. Girl, you're doing a lot. Sips tea. Sips tea, mm -hmm. you're doing a lot. You're yes. doing a lot. But those are dope things. Like, Sisterhood and Shenanigans is, is dope. Sometimes we definitely need to get in there and get into some shenanigans, you know, with our fellow sisters. And, you know, the Phoenix Institute, yes. So much of what is the problem with our youth, and I think where a lot of us are at a disadvantage and getting started so late is because we weren't given the tools as youth. So, um, you know, um, definitely dope situations. So, it really is. So, Thank you. Um, we're going to get into this show for tonight. New Year. You look like you're reading your comments and your, and your, and your, and your, your sorry, your, I'm getting some messages. Your responses. People are texting me, and I think some of our lives weren't coming through correctly. So I'm trying to fix that. No problem. Uh, so let me try to fix that real quick and get us corrected. Let's see here. I think we should be good now. All right. Sorry, everybody. Sometimes we got a little technical difficulties. Got to get stuff. Our, our viewers want to see us. They want to know what's going on, so we got to get that fixed and prepared. So I think we should be good to go now. So, New Year. Okay, great. Same year. Um, I think we all have been there where the end of a year comes and we're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be like this anymore. I want to change this. I want to change that. I want to change this. I want to change all these things. And then the end of the new year comes. The next year and we're like wait what happened none of the things i said i wanted to be different for this next year have changed mm -hmm. whether it be you know i want the type of relationship that i'm in the relationship i have with my family the type of job that i want um accomplishing mm -hmm. goals whatever it is we get to another end of another year and we realize same us we're the same us we were when the year started yep we don't understand why 
we're confused as to why that's the case. And it's because we wanted the transformation. <laughs> we wanted the transformation, but did no preparation. Mm -hmm. And the key is it takes more than just saying the word. It takes more than that. Like, yeah. I don't have a genie, so I don't get to rub on it and say, I want my business to be successful and then just sit, sit home. And then boop, it's, it doesn't work like that. So, right. how do you feel about that? Have you ever been, have you found yourself in that situation where you were like, oh, I want this to be different. And then six months into the year, eight months into the year, end of the year, you're like, what happened? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'm going to say most of my 20s, I spent every new year eve you know writing up some resolutions and some things that i was going to change and then found myself like wait this is still on the list five years later <laughs> ten years later this is still on the list so the first thing i did is stop making a new year's resolution that, okay. that first i did um because every day that i get up is an opportunity for me to fix something i don't have to wait for december 31st january first to fix or improve something in my life. So I stopped the resolutions. Um, okay. And then the next thing was looking at why those things on the list stayed the same. And what I found out and what I realized was just because I was saying I was going to do something different doesn't mean I was doing something different. I wasn't doing anything differently in 2000 than I was doing in 2005 or 2010. So again, as you said, trying to do something, expecting something different, but doing the same thing over and over again was insane. And then what I began to do was like, oh, well, this is still the same. I began to deflect on other people. Oh, it's this person's fault that I wasn't able to do this. Um, it was that because this thing happened over here, I wasn't able to move over and do that. And so it was easy to still be in my insanity as long as I was placing the blame on somebody else until... I finally hit the brick wall one too many times and was like, oh, so the only person who could fix this is me. Oh, that means I got to do something different. I got to do some work. And then it was sitting in a space of, well, I got all this chaos going on around me. Where do I start? Mm -hmm. And I think that might be why some people are New Year's saying them because they don't know where to start. Right. And so, um, no. Here we are. I agree. People don't know where to start. And some people know where to start, but don't like it mm -hmm. and feel like they can work their way around it. So they're yeah. like, oh, well, I, I should do this, mm -hmm. but that's that's a little too difficult. Or I don't want to deal with that problem. Or I don't want to change that about right. me. So maybe I can wiggle around it and leave that the same. And then, like you said, mm -hmm. a year, two years, Three years later, they realize, oops, I'm still here. And then another thing I think mm -hmm. people, people don't realize is it's you. Like you had said, you know, blaming other people. A lot of people refuse to pick up the mirror and look and be like, maybe the main problem is you. <laughs> maybe there's some things that you need to change about you that are preventing you from getting these things. And it may not be directly related to what you're trying to accomplish. Sometimes it's right. internal work that you need to like, you're trying to get all of these great aspirations and these great goals, but are you, but are you a nasty person? Like, are you out here being vindictive and malicious? Are you catty? Are you talking? Are you doing all those things? Because that karma. Gotta sip my tiff mix. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't realize that your karma is what's blocking you from getting the things that you want or need or need to achieve in life. And so exactly. they're busy fixing everything else. You know, people out here, I know people out here that are like, they fixing their finances and they fixing their bodies and they fixing all this other stuff and still don't understand why they're not getting this. And I'm like, you can fix all that. But if you as a person is jacked up and you got jacked up karma on you, baby, <laughs> karma is the one thing you can't outrun. Right. And the funny thing is, you just said it. I'm going to fix my finances. I'm going to fix my body. I'm going to do 
Because in our minds, when we want to get into relationships, when we get into these ships, and I'm not just talking about your intimate relationship, I'm talking about your friendship, your business partnership. Whenever you get onto a ship, you bring with you all of your baggage. And I'm talking about baggage from since you were a little kid. Like, why am I showing up in my business relationships? How I show up? Because of something that happened to me when I was a little kid. You don't realize it, but it's true. You didn't fix or address what it was that happened to you when as a little kid. Here goes some truth. Wait, let me sip my mix. I have abandonment issues. I have abandonment issues. My abandonment issues are so deep that if I'm not CC'd on an email, I want to know what y'all was talking about. Why I didn't get this email? What's, what's happening in this email that... Mm. Why? Because I was, I have abandonment issues, a feeling of being left behind, of being left out. That I think if somebody is sitting in the office or around the world, uh, you know, there's something happening over there that I'm not part of that I should be a part of because I didn't address an issue mm-hmm. from when I was six years old. Yeah. That's real. Like that. Listen, and if yeah, we're going to and I feel like I'm going to jump on that ship with you because another thing mm-hmm. that we don't recognize is codependency. There and so many, of, so many of us suffer from codependency and don't even realize what that is. And so we hold on to these people, these things, these fictitious ideas of things because we're afraid of what will happen if they're not there or if we let that go. Or mm-hmm. what if I let that go and this doesn't happen? And we're so attached. Like, it's like we don't know who we are without these things. So we've, exactly. we've made these attachments to this stuff and still don't understand why we can't get to these things. It's like, because some of this stuff that you got attached to you cannot go with you to these mm-hmm. next places. They can't. Okay. If you Here you go. Listen, it can't. If you still holding on to hurt, and heartbreak and devastation and stuff from past relationships and things like that how can you want this next relationship because what you're going to do is you're going to bring all of that stuff with you into Mm -hmm. this new situation and you're going to end up bleeding on the what you asked for if you don't have work if you ain't fixed your work ethic and and your and your your ability to follow through with tasks how can God give you the business that you're asking for and expect it to succeed? You still bring that in. There, so you're going to get the business and then you're not going to do the work. You're not going to do the follow through. And then it's going to crumble because we haven't done and unpacked all of this stuff before to move into this. Exactly. Year, same you. Same you. Same you. And I just want to add on to that, that the the baggage that people are bringing onto these ships also can be physical things. You know, um, clutter is a hot mess and people are holding on to things for what reason? It either connects them to a person, place, or another thing. And you are literally sitting here moving from to relationship, apartment to house, business to business, carrying this baggage with you. You know, so sometimes when it's time for that new you to show up, you need to purge a lot of old stuff, your wardrobe, your mail cleaner. I just shared something with my family recently that was shared to me. So I believe sharing is caring. And they were talking about clearing out clutter and they were talking about getting rid of clothes that you haven't worn in six months. Or And I said, you know, start small, start with the junk drawer in the kitchen full of duck sauce and and menus and paper straws, you know, clean off your nightstand. (laughs) If you have chaos physically around you, you have clutter and chaos in you, in your head, in your heart, in your spirit, because you don't see this clutter. Mm -hmm. You think like, you know what? This is here. This is where it's going to be. It's it's all that stuff there. Mm -hmm. And you bring this to you. You think if you have a cluttered home, you're not going to have a cluttered office? If you're not gonna have a cluttered life, take all of it. Yeah, Tima Cherie says social media promotes this manifestation, believes out accountability, 
work, sacrifice, preparation, commitment, and discipline. You better go ahead and tell them. You better go ahead and tell them. And that's, I feel like, you know, listen, that's right. We got to sit, hold on. Listen, and I feel like, unfortunately, and again, I don't knock anybody that gets their hustle and they shine that, that's getting it, that got it going. But I feel like these social media celebrities have tainted the image of hard work or what it takes. Because they come in, you post one video, boom, you're famous. So now everybody's like, oh, I do this one thing and it's going to click for me. And I'm like, no. Because then it's like, how much work do you got to do to sustain that? Because that one little video, that one, it works for some. Mm -hmm. Some people get it and it lasts forever. But then the question is, is what they're getting what you really want? Because that quick stuff this, sometimes it comes with a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. It comes right. with more than you're ready for. How about this, Mel? Exactly. So you have a social media influencer who's sharing pics, they're sharing videos, they're TikToking and doing all this other stuff, right? For that one image, for that one little 15-second clip, do you know how many times they had to record it? Do you know how many Good. times they had somebody reshoot the picture? No, you get the finished product. They very rarely show you all of the blooper reels talks where they didn't hit them points on time. They don't show you where they were trying to walk and sashay to the music that they slipped and bust their behinds. When the pictures come up of the Instagram models, they're not showing you the ones where they didn't sit right and the tummy rolled over the top of the bathing suit a little bit. No, no, they just want to show you pretty. Right. A real right. influencer shows you the ugly. Exactly. And it's like you look at a lot of stuff too. How many, it. how many celebrities? And we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about fame right now because there's so many different levels of success. We're just gonna talk about people that have achieved this level of notoriety or fame or quote unquote success in 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 the in the world's eye. Right? How many of these people have obtained that, but are are miserable? How many of them? How many people you know that have like committed suicide? And you like, but they had this and they had that, and it's like because the the sub the fame or the substance the thing that they received, it, that really wasn't what they were seeking. They settled. They took right. that, and they're miserable. But to the mm -hmm. world's eye, they have it all. They've done this. But underneath exactly. all that, they were still broke. They were broken little boys, broken little girls. They were damaged, hurt, abused, all of this stuff. Why? No work. So they went through New mm -hmm. Year to New Year and all this stuff, being the same them they were four years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, to the point mm -hmm. where eventually that old you catched caught up to the new you. <laughs> and yep. you realize you weren't as happy as you thought. Yep. Transformation. I'm, a, I'm about hurt. the people's feelings. I'm about to hurt some people's feelings. Tell because them. let me tell you something about the people who who understand new year, new me, and want to put in the work. Ready? Everybody grab your glass because I'm about to hurt some feelings. It's going to hear some ouches. Uh -oh. There are people in your life who don't want the new you. They like the old you. They like mm. how you show up mm. in their lives and mm. help them be who they mm. are. They don't want to deal with a new mm. you. Don't want to get to know a new you. So everything mm -hmm. possible to keep you where you're at. And so that means these celebrities that we talk about who have committed suicide and, and the most ironic ones to me are always the comedians, rest in peace, Robin Williams, who made people laugh for decades. Like Orkindi Nano, Mrs. Doubtfire had people in tears. And that man was crying inside. And trust and believe, there were probably people in his inner circle who knew that and was in pain. But if he healed and fixed that pain, would he still make the money? He still be top bill? No. So look around your inner circle. There's somebody who don't want you to be new. Ouch. I told y'all, if y'all not ready, Truth Hurts is not the show for you. And the, if you don't know who these people are, let me give y'all some stuff. Y'all listening? Lean in. Okay. These are the people that every time you do something, want to talk about who you used to be or what you used to do. Girl, you're not going out tonight. 
girl, we last year we used to be out every night. You used to be clubbing till two, three in the morning. So, girl, what happened? You used to be calling me with all the gossip. Now you don't tell me nothing. What happened, girl? You don't have time. Every time I talk to you, you run into a meeting or a business thing. You don't got time to hang out with us no more? These those people. These those people. Wait, I got two more. Go ahead. If you out there and you trying to start your business, you trying, right? You you promote to your friends, your family. They encourage you or whatever it is. But when they want something, they want it at a discount. You know oh, who free. the other one is? Free. The other one who's like, oh, girl, that's such a good idea. You should do that. And they won't share your post. Matter of fact, they might only get, they might not like it at all. They might see it and keep scrolling. Yeah. Mm. Those are the people mm. who want you to be who you were. The same you. Not the new you. The same, same you. you. The old you. Because misery and loves company. Loves it. And sometimes becoming the new you means getting a new circle. And yes. sometimes it means sometimes Wait. it means not having a circle at all. I'm just gonna say that. Yes. And it, I it means I agree with you. And here's one of the things. Yeah, and if you listen to some of the most successful people, they will tell you that they don't have a circle, that they got a period. Dot boop. I was listening to the radio today while I was driving and I don't remember who they said Oprah was talking to, but Miss Oprah Winfrey said she got three friends. We all know three friends. Oprah Winfrey says she got three friends. You got to learn the differences. You got friends, you got acquaintances, you got an associate, you got all these people here. First of all, every friend, everybody ain't your sis, everybody ain't your bro. Tell learn them. the difference. Learn Tell to them. put people in the place that they belong in life. Husband has this saying, it's chess, not checkers. You want to know something? Some of them people in your life that you think are your friends, that's your bro, that's your sis, they pawns. And if you know chess, you sacrifice the pawns. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, ouch. Oh, hold on. The mm. mm. team over here, she said, them same people we talking about, they checked out this live but didn't share it. Tell them. Tell him. Tell him. Mad. She said, she said her circle's so small, she called it polka dot. Girl, I can't even call it polka dot. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, with a polka dot pattern, it'd be a lot of dots. That might be too many dots. We might not even mm -hmm. call it polka dot. But it's real. Yeah. And we we don't we we get caught in this. Some people are so scared to become the new them. Because they're scared of what other people are going to think. How are people going to feel? What if they don't like mm -hmm. the new me? What if they don't support me? So what? Because let me tell you what I know for sure. Right. Whatever your vision and your purpose is that God gave to you, he gave it to you. He didn't give it to you on a conference call. He gave it to you. Nope. And anyone and everybody that's supposed to be a part of that, He'll put there. We be so busy trying to force mm -hmm. people into spots because they've been around. They not. They not. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Everybody don't fit everywhere. If you go outside exactly. in the winter coat, if you put on your winter coat in July, you gonna look real weird. It's not for that season. Hmm? Your winter coat and your snow boots do not belong on the beach. No place for everything place for everything yes. place for everything it's so fun i used to be in that space and we share we getting cut we getting down we getting personal um and i got real personal as you, you know you're a part of it we if y'all don't know diamond riders okay we got we get ready to release a new book march mm -hmm. beneath the crown her story, her power, her voice. Look out for it. But anyway, in that, we had to get real deep and address some things. 
And in thinking and looking back at certain things, I remember there was a point in my life where when you think about life and, you know, what if tomorrow is my last day? What if I'm not here? And you think about what you've accomplished and whatnot. There was a point where I remember thinking, if I left today, would pe- like, what would people miss? Would they miss me? Or would they miss the benefit of having me? And if I right. had to ask that question about you, that's where my revelation of whether or not you needed to be in or stay in my life came. Because if your only concern for me is the benefit I have for you, then you are of no benefit to me. Right. It's not. Because you don't care about my growth. You don't care about what's best for me. You care about what's best for me that best, that's best for you. And sometimes what's best for you is killing me. Yeah. Exactly. Look and y'all. again, I'm going to bring it back. Oh, you just skipped. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was, oh, I was saying, it, re, it reminds me again of these ships that we on. Um, people lost their behinds at all these different businesses for all these different employers and everything like that. And not too long ago, I had a, a, a regional manager, um, lovely lady, beautiful spirit. She passed away. And I'm going to say her husband could even properly think about, you know, living life without his wife. Mm -hmm. Her job was posted on the company's website, you know, so we get lost in, in, in that, giving our all to places that don't necessarily give back. And that's not to say working, having a good work ethic is a bad thing you just have to mm-hmm. disseminate i guess where it is you you get that energy because not anything not every place not everyone deserves all of your energy at all at and all. we sometimes give i'm gonna I'm clear that up i sometimes still give my energy to the wrong people places and things i'm gonna sit and then i find myself on that road and i'm like oh shoot i'm doing it gotta check myself Tiff. Oh, listen, I'm, I'm queen guilty of it. Hold on a second, Tiff. Um, Check your Wi-Fi. Your video is kind of getting a little choppy over there, so I just want to make sure everybody can see and hear you clearly. You're a little delayed. It's kind of stalling a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing that, and forgive me, because I should have actually um, my Wi-Fi booster, but I didn't um gonna try and shift a little bit closer to where the router is let me know if that helped any you're a little good it's just your sometimes your, your video was getting a little stalled but anyway i don't want to hold us up but no i mean it's okay. listen i am super guilty of the same thing you give and give and give and give of give to give of yourself disregarding what's best for you what's needed for you and you keep pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and I, I use for me, I use a reference that I poured from my main tank. And then when my main tank runs out, I reach into my reserve tank. But then what happens when my reserve tank runs out? Mm-hmm. You can't pour from an empty cup. So if you got a bunch of people around Girl, you. Oh, did you just rub it to my head? <laughs> you can't. Say cannot give from an empty well. Okay. It's tapped. So it's you, dried. Tapped. And so you got to look around you. Like who in your life and your circle is pouring into you? Who in who in that wants to see the new you? Because I also feel like there are people around you that see the destructive behaviors. They see the distress. Mm-hmm. They see the hurt. They see that. And they just keep going. They be like, girl, you want to go out tonight? Bro, what you doing? Y'all got this chick for you. Let's go. And they ain't. They see all the other stuff, but they they like, oh, they ain't worried about that. As long as you out hanging with them, you do it for them, you support in their business, you, they don't care about what's happening with you. And so you get nope. stuck nope, in a new year 
being the same you. Yes. So I posted on social media. I posed the question to everyone um, for this show. And it was to ask them, what are some things you want to leave behind or change for 2022? So I want us to touch on mm -hmm. some of these things. Um, the first one okay. is being inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So somebody is consistently inconsistent. Consistently inconsistent. So the question is, what have you done to start changing that about yourself? Step one is, okay, you've identified that. You've identified okay. that you are inconsistent. Great. Mm -hmm. What are we doing to become the new you? Sitting, right. Just saying, so as I said before, just saying the words isn't enough. It takes more than saying the words. It's time to put uh -huh. in the work. Right. So you're consistently inconsistent with what? Because I'm pretty sure there are some things that you're consistent with. So people are going to be consistent is important to them. There are people who will be consistently late turning in their work. They'll be consistently late in, in, in keeping their plans with their friends, their girlfriend, their significant other, whatever it is. They'll be consistently late paying their bills. I bet mm -hmm. you that hair and nails is dead. They ain't be inconsistent nice. with that feeling. They're not going to be inconsistent with getting their hair done because people make time for what they want. Okay. Maybe that's not the shoes on your foot. Maybe it is, is that you just have going on. You know how to prioritize. You got a smartphone in your hand? Use it. I always tell my kids, use their smartphone to do something smart. It's good besides for social media and taking pictures. There's in there. There are apps in there for organization. There's apps. There, all that stuff that you need help with is there. So use your phone, your smartphone to do something smart. smart. Use your calendar to put in things that need to be done. Set alarms. Have your alarm mean something different. Start short-term goal list. Okay, I have a short-term goal list, something that I want to do in the next 30 days. Have another list, something I want to do in the next 90 days, something I want to do in the next six months, something I want to do in a year. Because what will happen is discouragement if we say we want to do something and it's such a big goal but you never see the progress and get into that goal, you never feel like you're getting to the goal you get searched and you stop doing it so the reason that people go and get their nails done is because you can see that your nail grew and it needs to be filled you can see that your track is slipping that your hair grew but if you don't see that press in your work whether it's in yourself or in your business plan or whatever it is it's easy to put it to the side and be consistently inconsistent in doing that so exactly. set those short -term goals so that you can see and check them off make it a physical thing the dry erase board and really check it off exit off when you do it we need to be able to see progress in order for it to connect to us some of us True. i'm one of them but you know what? Even let's let's skip before even. Sometimes you got to start even smaller than that. Sometimes you just got to start with mm -hmm. daily goals. Like we can't even plan a week ahead yet. Like sometimes you're so far into this inconsistency that you got to start day to day. Just set the every. I'm going to wake up and log in and do this every day for an hour. Start day to day. Yep. Set a plan day to day. Yeah. Say every day I'm going to do this. And then when you've gotten to the point where every day you can do this, then say, okay, next, I'm going to enhance it now and grow. Because like you said, you got to see it. And some people jump into the week. It That week take too long to see it. And maybe, oh, forget it. Start day to day. Set yourself up to say, I'm going to mm -hmm. do this every day. And then when you see that you're able to be consistent in doing that every day, it starts to break the chain. It says that it takes 30 yep. days. It takes 30 days to break or create a new habit. Yep. 
start day to day. Do something every day. I guess that's why I can't consistently stay at the gym. <laughs> Listen, it's not easy. My biggest thing that I started saying this from, to myself was it's not easy, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And that every time I got into a place of just like, oh, I don't do this. I tell myself it's not easy, but it's necessary. You cut off that friend yeah. or that family or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, but I want to talk to them. You know what? It's not easy, but it's necessary. I want to start this business and oh, I don't have the funding. and I don't have the finances. It's not easy, but it's necessary. The work mm-hmm. is necessary. It is necessary to get to the new you. It's necessary. It's yes. not easy. None of it is easy. <laughs> All these people that out here that got these quick fire, who will get it done in 30 days. It's not easy. But no. the work is necessary. All right. Exactly. Let's go on to the next one. Well, Natima says, I want to leave behind imposter syndrome. I'm so done with you. I'm done with her. No, but that's a real... That real thing and the Mm -hmm. funny thing about imposter syndrome is that it is the people who have success or have growth who have upward mobility and movement in their lives who have imposter syndrome because they either feel like a they don't deserve it b they're being judged for having it like having Mm -hmm. that upward mobility or whatever lost in that whole well maybe this isn't meant to be or the fear that it's going to fall apart so imposter syndrome is a real thing and like i said the sad thing is it's the people who are on the climb who end up with it a failure doesn't have imposter syndrome not unless they fake in the funk that they actually succeeded and that's a different fallacy yeah listen (laughs) we got to get rid of self-doubt and self-defecation in 2022. Yes. Because sometimes that sometimes that's the only thing you got to change. And everything else would be clean sailing. Sometimes we talk ourselves and we doubt we doubt ourselves out of opportunities and situations. So yeah. Alrighty, um, I'm gonna skip around this list a little bit because some of them we gonna we gotta get to, but we gonna need time for that. Procrastination. Okay. Procrastination. I mean, I feel like procrastination kind of goes in with being inconsistent. Mm-hmm. It ties in. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. If you know that you are are a serial procrastinator, set yourself goals and and day to day. Oh, well, I'm, I I wait to the last minute to get up from work. Okay, so every day, make sure you get up an hour early and do that. And then get to the point where you're doing that consistently every day. Then move on to the next task. Mm-hmm. You can't, if you are a serial procrastinator, you cannot wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden just be above, like early for everything. It doesn't work that way. It, it's it's no. a habit. You have to break that. Start with the smallest things that you can do. And address them one by one, because eventually, once you once you get through like the, the second or third thing of procrastination, it becomes routine, and you'll start to realize you'll automatically stop procrastinating in other things, because you've kind of broken that syndrome, that habit of waiting to the last minute for something, or putting things off. Start with the little things. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you uh-huh. have anything else to say on that? I would even say, I would even take it just one and think about the procrastinate on. I myself am a habitual procrastinator. And sometimes that's because there are certain things that I work well under pressure. Like if it's something like a little task and I'm going to get it done in like 15. Okay. I'm I'm still in college right now going for um, my next degree. And there are times where my writing assignments, you know, you got to so online. So you got to do a check-in by like, and then submit the final 
emotional thing, but I could have easily done it on Monday or Tuesday when there's something in there Thursday evening, and I'm doing it just because sometimes my, my juices and my energy are going. Mm-hmm. That's school. You know, I could do better at that. But there are some things that procrastination is because you really don't want to do it. You're procrastinating doing whatever it is that you that has to be done because you don't want to do it. Simple things, you look around the house and laundry is piled up or, you know, you got to go to the junk mail and shred it out. And, you know, you're procrastinating because you don't want to face what it is, you know. Right. And that's got to take that. As you said, you got to take that one day at a time. And, and start little, little by little. But first address why it is you're procrastinating on doing such and such a thing. Because that will help you determine whether or not it's a serious procrastination and you need to address it or it's just a little play thing. I get it done when I get it done. Exactly. And like sometimes your procrastination comes from deeper rooted issues. Sometimes people, you mm-hmm. procrastinate to do things because you're scared to fail at them. So the procrastination yep. is not the issue. You need to deal with why you're so afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. That, that's the real problem. It's not the procrastination that's the problem. The, the procrastination is a, 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 a fet or a, a subsequent reaction to your fear of failing or fear of not being good enough. So you procrastinate in yes. doing certain things because you're like, well, what if what if I don't do it right? Or what if I do this? And, it doesn't happen. So the, like you said, you got to really address and unpack what is the, why you procrastinate? Are you procrastinating just because you work better under pressure and you just want to waste the last minute? Is it because you're just so busy or is there deeper rooted things that are preventing you or causing you to keep putting things off, putting things off, putting things off? Because that, that is then is the thing you need to yep. give up and address, not necessarily the procrastination. Exactly. All right. Somebody said anxiety. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a big one because there's 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 so many different levels of anxiety. Because you know that you can it could be the point of anxiety where you need like medication and 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 like actual like Mm -hmm. treatment for that. Um, but. You know that, <laughs> but you know, um, I think anxiety and and that procrastination and kind of all will tie in. It's why are you so anxious? What is causing you to be so right. unedged and unnerved? Um, that causes you to go into this high sense of anxiety um, and fear when you address certain things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is another yeah. one of those. It's not the anxiety. It's what's causing the anxiety is what you need to address. And so like we said before, time to put exactly. in the work. Time to put in the right. work. The, the, the anxiety is the manifestation of something that that's happening. I'm anxious because of this. And to say you're anxious is not necessarily always a bad or, or as I've been taught, a low vibration. Sometimes you're anxious because something good is getting ready to happen and you're, you're anxious about that. But if you're anxious because you have this impending feeling of doom and failure and loss, then that's something that that has to be addressed. And since there are no um, acronyms after my name, I'm not going to see it tend to be able to diagnose anybody with, you know, what could be behind that. What I will say is first and foremost, therapy is not not a bad thing. And if your anxiety has you to the point that you are not capable of functioning, then yes, seek medical um, help. To, to help you with that because anxiety can be crippling. Um, the next thing is really, as you said, get into a lot of these, these traits, the anxiety, the procrastination, the, the hesitance 
are all deeply rooted in something that happened so long ago that we don't even understand why we do certain things. It's just how we operate now. Um, mm -hmm. So I say really start looking at relationships aren't healed and situations that you didn't let go of because these are the things that you're carrying onto your ship and this is how they're showing up as anxiety as procrastination as thoughts of failure and and everything um like that but anxiety is definitely one that there is actually support for you if that's what mm -hmm. you need help in everybody can't fix their anxiety by themselves that's true. That's that. I don't have anything else to say behind that one. Seek the help if needed. That's it. So the next couple of ones, they all kind of they kind of tie together. So I'm gonna lump them together. And we can address them as one. Okay. So toxic relationships and the urge to want to help people that don't care about me or my kids or my family. Mm-hmm. Those are one in the same. Oh. So, um, we this, it kind of tied what we were talking about earlier today, earlier in the show about people who don't want you to be the new you. So if you have people in your life mm -hmm. that you consider toxic, and I need people to understand that toxic relationships come in romantic relationships, they come in friendships, they come in family, they come in business relationships, um, all of the, any of these can be deemed toxic relationships mm -hmm. if they are in any way, shape, or form causing you some type of harm. Physical harm, mental harm, spiritual harm, emotional harm. These are toxic. They're toxic if they're making you be anyone or anything other than your best self. It is a toxic relationship. Now. Yep. How do we get out of those? It isn't easy, <laughs> but it's necessary. Um, first thing first is identifying nope. when a relationship is toxic. You got to first thing evaluate thing. that situation. What'd you say? I said you got to call a thing a thing. Yeah. If, some, if something it. is not bad, if something is not good, you have to say it. And you have to say it with with purpose and and believing it yourself. That's the first thing. Um, you have to believe what it is that you're saying yourself. This goes back into the whole new year, new me thing. If you don't really believe you're going to be new, you're not going to be new, you know. Um, but yeah, you have to realize that you're in the situation and mm -hmm. Some people have been embarrassed to say that they're in a toxic relationship. Again, whether it's with work, a domestic part, a friendship, a place, you know, whatever it is, you don't realize you're in the cesspool until you can't swim anymore. And then you're like, how'd I get here? Right. And then it becomes, okay, what do I have to do to get out of it? Because some people, I'm about to hurt some feelings. They like the drama of being in the cesspool. They like when everybody comes in over and woo 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 them and oh, it's okay. It's not your fault, girl. Or nah, she was bugging. You deserve better than that, homie, and all this other stuff. Some people like the toxic tank there mm -hmm. in the cesspool. They like being there. It's comfortable to them because they either don't know better, don't want better, or can't figure out to get better. So. If I hurt your feelings just now, I'm not sorry. <laughs> so I'm not you needed sorry. to hear it. Okay. And here's so why I'm going to say that. This is going to be my, my last point on this. Mm -hmm. I know you needed to hear it because I needed to hear it when it was said to me. Mm. Sometimes, the thing, sometimes the thing you're not ready to hear is exactly what you need to hear. That's it. Yeah. So Leah said... We not doing toxic in 2020. Mm -mm. We not. Nope. We not. 22. We did toxic in 2020. I said 2020. Listen, I, I was telling somebody today. I said, is it just me? 
Or do I feel like we are starting 2022 just like we started 2020? Because 2020 was when this whole COVID thing kicked off. And now if I be right back here talking about shutting down again, I, I feel like I'm caught in a deja vu. But that's, that's probably why I said 2020. But we're not going there right now. Um, but It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> girl. But, you know, I think we've all been there. We've all been in a situation where we have been in a toxic relationship with, in, in whatever form. And you mm-hmm. gotta, it's like, you gotta take a minute. One, don't blame yourself. You didn't make these people who they are. You didn't make them what they are. You didn't make them do what they did. So don't, don't blame yourself for their toxic behavior. But now is where accountability kicks in because once you've identified mm-hmm. and, and, and recognize this toxic behavior, now is when do we start putting in the work to separate ourselves and distance ourselves from these toxic situations. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's, these toxic situations can be the main reason why you're in a new year, but you're still the same. Because they will consistently hold up a mirror with a misconstrued reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you keep looking at yourself through their reflection of you, as opposed to your true reflection of yourself, you'll always be who they paint you to be. So if yes. they tell you you'll never be more than this, and you keep looking at yourself through them, that's as far as you'll be. If they keep telling you you can't achieve mm-hmm. this, and you keep looking at yourself through their reflection of you, You'll never achieve it. Exactly. You gotta change the you have to change your view and the reflection of yourself and stop allowing them to hold up your mirror. Hold up your own mirror. Right. It exactly. We can be talking about them toxic relationships all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a whole nother episode or two if we start talking about toxic relationships in themselves. Um, but I just one toxic relationship that needs to be addressed, and I think this is the one we should walk away with tonight. But that's my own personal belief: mm-hmm. is the toxic relationship that you have with yourself. We self sabotage all the time. Out my head. I, so in my life is my biggest hater. I feel like you about to throw a shoe at me and be like, girl. <laughs> I was, because I promise you that was going to be my next thought. The first toxic relationship that you need to fix is the toxic relationship that you have. If you do not see your worth, if you do not see your beauty, if you do not see what you to a table as a whole person. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to fix anything with anybody else because you're still depending on them, as Mel said, their reflection of who you are and how you show up to the world. What they tell you, what that toxic counterpart tells you is how you show up or how they want you to show up in their life. Not how you show up for the world, how you need to show up for the self. So fix that first. And again, this goes back to everything I spoke about. Two things. It's the little things that help you in your progress. And it's it's hard. It's hard. This is why it's called a growing pain. Because growth hurts. It's hmm. gonna hurt you physically, it's gonna hurt hurt you mentally, it's gonna hurt you emotionally, spiritually. Because you'll be severing ties who have been in your life for so long. Hello, I'm about to hurt somebody's feelings. Wait. You might need to sever a relationship with one of your parents. You might need to sever a relationship with a child. Your domestic mm. partner. The place you've been at work for 25 years and get ready to have your pension roll over. These are the things that you will need to let go of in order to heal yourself. Mm. 
And that's not saying by any means you got to cut everything off and put up all these blocks and never let anybody in. But you have to be like, all right, this is where you are in my life. This is where you are on my priority list and, and put things in place. Because if mm-hmm. you don't, they'll be going round and round year after year because you didn't put in the growth hurts like hell. If you're doing your processes and it feel like nothing to you, then you're not doing no work. Mm. Listen. Like, and again, if I hurt listen. somebody feelings, I'm not sorry. Listen, I'm gonna piggyback on what you just said. And I'm 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 gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna just like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just stick the knife in a little a little bit more. Oh. Okay. The top your toxic relationship with yourself is the conduit for all the other toxic relationships you have. She said what she said. It is. Sorry. Truth hearts. Um, but yeah. So I mean, yeah. Step one is. Stop feeding yourself the poison. Yeah, it's time to stop. Take the antidote. Time to stop. Mm-hmm. And some, I mean, somebody else put this in in my post. It wasn't really something to give up, but it ties into this. And this, this kind of goes across everything we discussed tonight. All of the things you want to let go. Um, I kind of want to put this on there, and then because we got, we're gonna wrap it up in a minute, but. It ties across everything, whatever it is. If it's a relationship, if it's procrastination, if it's anxiety, if it's your business, whatever it is. If the energy you're putting into it is not reciprocated, cut it off. Cut it off. Start putting your energy into the things that are putting energy back into you. And if if y'all heard me, I didn't say... Stop putting energy to people because it's not limited to people. Stop putting your energy into things, people, places, or things that are not feeding energy back into you. Because until you stop doing that, you're going to find yourself in another new year being the same old you. Pretty much. I, we'll be here all night, Tiff. I mean, I'm definitely gonna have to do another show and bring you back on. Um, I appreciate you. Is there any last closing remarks mm-hmm. you want to say to people before I sign you off and do my closing remarks? I just want to say that while I may have, with a smile on my face, said I'm about to hurt somebody's feelings or I'm about to say something, that, please understand that these conversations that I have with myself. I'm not saying anything to anyone tonight that myself. And so I have this belief that if I needed to hear it, you needed to hear it, he needed to hear it, she needed to hear it, they all needed. And what I do know and understand growth is that it is not by my measurement how somebody um moves what pace they're at because I can only worry about myself. And so whatever path you're on, whatever pace you're moving at is good. It is, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Just remember to keep on moving. Keep on. Somebody said Tiffany R. Matthias, you are so dope. I agree. Thank you. I be trying. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Truth Hurts. Because girl, you you dropped some hurt, some some hurtful truths. Um, but like you said, it needs to be heard. I appreciate you. Please let everybody know where they can follow you, um, where they can check you out, website, social media, all of that good information. Sure. Um, I'm 
on Facebook as Tiffany R. Matthias. I'm on Instagram as One True Phoenix. So that's one underscore true T-U-E Phoenix. F-I-O-N-I-X. Y'all heard that. Make sure y'all go follow her. Check her out. Support her. Because as y'all see, she out here doing her thing. I appreciate you. I thank you, my diamond sister. Happy New Year to you. And um, we would definitely do this again. Because you you are definitely the epitome of truth hurts. <laughs> thank you. you. Thank you for responding to my my my, my post. Like, yeah, I got to be on this show. Like, <laughs> Listen, I was like, the way the emphasis me. you put on it. The emphasis you put on it, I was like, I got to put her on here. I, don't, I, I got to. So I appreciate you for wanting to be on the show with me. All right, Tiff, we'll see you soon. All right, everybody, that, that's that's our show for, for this evening. But I want to thank my girl, Tiffany, for being um, on the show with me. She came in. She brought the gems. She dropped some bombs. She she she, she cut up some of y'all a little bit, but it's okay. It's in love. We, we have band-aids for you if you need them. But I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Truth Hurts. Um, as we've said tonight, New Year, same you. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So if you're not happy with the you that you are in this year, my advice to you is change what you're doing. This has been another episode of Truth Hurts. If you don't like the answer, don't ask the question. It's been real, y'all. Enjoy. Have a blessed night. Enjoy the rest of your new year. Be sure to tune in next week on Wednesday at 8 p.m. for another episode of the Hustle and Shine podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Diamond Riders. Make sure you check out our website, www.thediamondriders.com. Check us out for merch. We got some dope merch on there, so definitely please check that out. Um, Support us. If you haven't gotten your copy of the book released from last year, um, Pretty Broken, please make sure you go get that and keep a lookout for our new book, Beneath the Crown, coming out in March of this year. It's your girl, Mel V. Thank y'all for tuning in to Truth Hurts. Until the next episode, y'all be blessed.